What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, how, can I, how can I even introduce this guy? Jeremy, what do I say? He's, he's the JCW champion. He go. was one half of the GCW Tag Team Champions with the East-West Express. Young, dumb, and broke. Everything you and want. broke. Thank you. Everything you want in a wrestler. Ladies and gentlemen, it's one and only Jordan Oliver joins us now. How you doing? Hey, yo, what's up? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. How about you guys? Doing well. Doing well. Appreciate you joining us this morning, Jordan. Uh, I talked oh, yeah. to you, I think it was March when, when we spoke, and you were about to go to the gym, and you had you were telling me about your breakfast. So I'm going to immediately ask what you had for breakfast this morning, because I know you uh, eat a big uh, breakfast. Lately, I've just been eating a lot of fruit. I love fruit. So I had some uh, strawberries, some raspberries, uh, some yogurt, some bananas. That's, That's a good breakfast. I think last time you had like a bunch of eggs and bacon yeah. and <laughs> cut. Have you cut that stuff out? No, I just like fruit. I don't really like meat so much right now. Yo, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, oh, yeah. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Wrestling Revolver, big uh, scramble match for the the Remix Championship. What can fans expect uh, in this match? Alex Shelley defending the championship in this scramble match. I think it's interesting to see someone like Alex Shelley in a, a scramble match. I think that's what's interesting about this match. What This is not just like a bunch of like high flyers or anything. It's a, a few technicians. It's a different kind of scramble than you normally see. So I think this one's going to be very interesting. I think I'm going to win, probably, because, you know. I beat Alex Shelley already like a few times. I took his other belts, so I should take this one too, I think. One belt you're currently holding is that JCW title, and you've been uh, defending it quite well for uh, for almost a, a year now. We're going to get there, I guess, in – I guess it's February, so so we're 10 months in. Uh, you oh, yeah, wow, some... 10 months. <laughs> yeah, I see I see February here, so uh, maybe that's not – is that 10 months? I don't know, man. It's five months. I don't Do know. you not know your time at all, Joel Pearl? Oh, my God. I don't know what day it is, dude. I got a kid. How long, Jeremy? You know you know how long? Oh, I'm terrible with math, but I admit it. I don't try to fake it. <laughs> We'll figure it out. Eventually, it'll be 10 months. Either way, standout matches. Commandere, Cole Radrick, Shihiro Irie, uh, Alex Coughlin, who's been on the show. Tell me, who's been, you know, of the toughest defenses you've had, and who are you looking forward to putting that title up against next? Oh, man. My, uh, my first defense against Mance Warner was brutal. That was one of the harder ones for sure. He bloodied me up, busted my face up in L.A., and I didn't even know I was going to be having that title defense. Uh, the Shigi Hero one was very tough. Shigi Hero is a beast. That match is definitely worth watching. Um, man, who am I looking forward to defending against? I want another one with Mike Bailey. I think Mike Bailey deserves another shot. I beat him in the finals. Uh, I'll be defending against my partner, Griffin McCoy, at JCW in a few weeks. That's uh, interesting. There's no shot he'll win it, though. <laughs> um, uh, man, there's so many people on the independence right now that would be really awesome defenses. I would like to defend against Ace Austin. Uh, yeah, you're facing him. He's part of the scramble match tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, he is. I love wrestling Ace Austin, but I'd love to. I haven't wrestled him in maybe three years since he be, since he joined the Bullet Club. I haven't wrestled him, so I'm sure he's way different now. Uh, I want to defend against John Gresham. I want to defend internationally. More internationally, because I defended in Canada, 
France, uh, England, and America. So GCW's got Kirk and Hall coming up. Maybe we'll get a Kirk and Hall JCW defense. Uh, Australia, who knows? I really want to go international more of the belt. Germany. So, Can we circle back? What happened that the Mance Warner match you said wasn't planned? Well, I didn't know that I was going to wrestle him yet that day. I didn't know I was going to be defending the belt or anything. Was it just like, was it just randomly there? Like, okay, Jordan, you're, you're on the card. This is happening now. Or like, was there something like, else planned? Like what's, what happened? I was already booked. Yeah. But I just, I, the match just wasn't uh, announced or anything until like the day of. Gotcha. So, and then Mance Warner just like beat my ass for like, 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> And last time we spoke, you you mentioned John Gresham and wanting yeah. to to face him again because uh, your your words here, you thought he would expose you the first time you were in the ring yeah. with him, and then you held your own, and now you want to test yourself with him again. Gresham, he's doing. Uh, more I don't wanna, I don't want to test myself with him. I think I'd expose him this time. Oh, there we go. I like that. Yeah, I There's think Jordan headline. Oliver would expose Jonathan Gresham now. Can I, can I write that as the headline? Is that good? Sure can. Sure All can. Right. I'm chasing him. I want him one more <laughs> match. There we go. I can, we can do that one. Um, so, but on kind of on the subject of Gresham, one of the most respected wrestlers out there by by his friends, by his peers, by fans. We we've talked to a lot of independent wrestlers over the past year on this show and, and a separate show that I do. Your name comes up in just about every single conversation. Oh, really? Of yes, oh yeah, yeah. Your name comes up in all these conversations. Of like Jordan Oliver has been a big help to me like he he points out different things like first they want to all wrestle you and and second like there's just a lot of praise for you of you helping backstage giving pointers and things like that like i don't know if you realize how respected you are among your your peers and the locker room because yeah again a lot of people have have praised you for just your your overall help like what does that mean to you to i guess maybe hearing this for the first time yeah um it's awesome i mean the guys that that I look up to that have mentored me in the business, Jimmy Rave, Mike Bailey, Alex Shelley, Joey Janela. These guys have always showed uh, Rich Swan. These guys have always showed me to help out, to help people, to try to make the business better. It's not just about like raising me up because maybe in 10 years, I won't be wrestling anymore. Maybe in one year I won't be wrestling anymore, but there will be 10, 20, 30 other wrestlers waiting to wrestle and take these opportunities. And if they're not ready, then what are we going to do? So I always want to help everybody. I just, I love wrestling. I love my friends. I love the peers. And I think a lot of uh, what's missing in wrestling is honesty. So I always try to keep it honest with everybody. I've had a lot of time uh, wrestling, not only independence, but also you've done a little bit of TV wrestling uh, once upon a time, MLW and, and other TV style appearances, you know, wrestling open. Uh, talk to us about, you know, we, we ask a lot of people about the differences and which one you might prefer more than another. Okay. So I think it's, I think it's obvious what, which one I prefer, uh, which is independent wrestling, but I, the difference mainly for me comes, comes creatively. I think on a TV product, you maybe have, eight to 10 minutes, maybe less than this. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. It's not so 
you know, creative, fulfilling. Um, independent wrestling, yeah, we have time sometimes to keep us, you know, 10, 15, whatever. But that's the normal time is maybe 10 to 15, 10 to 12, not 5 to 8. Uh, and if you know, <laughs> I like to wrestle for a long time. So that's the main difference. Um, of course, there's things like cameras and stuff. Paying attention to these used to be an uh, issue on the indies because we didn't have so many cameras. But now with the production teams that we have on independent wrestling, especially Game Changer Wrestling, being able to have live replays and in screen and screen stuff like this, the cameras are just as important as they are on TV, really, the live stream. So I don't think there's so much difference when it comes to the uh, the camera work and stuff, just more about the physical time, the things that you have to do, very strict, mainly so. Uh, on August 19th, New Japan and a bunch of other companies, All-Star Junior Festival teaming with Nick Wayne against El Desperado and Mao. How did this uh, come about? I know uh, New Japan, again, last time, last time we spoke, you, you mentioned wanting to maybe work New Japan with Nick Wayne. So how did, how did this match come about? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, me and, me and Nick Wayne have, uh, in my opinion, we're, we're an insane tag team. The East-West Express is insane. We've only been tagging for like one year and we work like a well-oiled machine. I know everything about him. He knows everything about me. We move like the same, same like this. He's my left hand. I'm his right hand. We move just like this. Uh, so I think just like, just grinding. Me and Nick Wayne have been grinding. One of our first tag tours was in Japan. That was maybe three months into our tag run. And we did only tag matches in Japan. So I'd like to think that that helped some. El Desperado was a lot of lot of, was at a lot of the GCW shows in Japan as well. So I'm hoping he saw us there. We talked to him a little bit and this made the move here. But I'm just fired up. This is my dream in professional wrestling. My number one goal is to debut in New Japan, to wrestle for New Japan. I'm hoping that this match leads to more matches and to the IWGP junior tag team titles. Oh, we we got to get you in. I mean, AEW. Nick Wayne signed to AEW. They got the relationship with New Japan. Getting uh the junior tag tournament. Get you get you in best of super juniors at yeah. some point, Jordan. Like this is what we yeah. need. This is what we want. This is what we're working for every day. Going to the gym, doing our push ups, eating our <laughs> breakfast. We want this. New Japan is the goal. I, I'm seeing here you've got a match against Masha Slamovich coming up. I cover uh, I cover Impact on on the Fightful website, and uh, I get to see Masha compete in various places, including GCW as well. Uh, talk to me. Uh, facing Masha is uh, is a test. Is something you're looking forward to? It's going to be Fight Life uh, on Fight Plus. Actually, it's going to be August 23rd. Hell yeah! I'm I am pretty excited to wrestle Masha. I've only wrestled her in a singles match one other time a year or two ago in GCW, but it's interesting because we're actually basically like brother and sister in wrestling we started out together alex shelley was both under his wing so we we hang around each other a lot i know her very well she knows me very well this is a match that i'm i'm fired up i don't want to show alex shelley what me and masha can do in there now i want him to be sitting out there like a proud big brother watching us go in there and do whatever we got to do i know she's tough but can we i I know i want to hold on i want to i want to circle back to the alex alex shelley thing because it, there, it feels like everybody is like one degree from Alex Shelley, not even six, just everyone is one degree from Alex Shelley <laughs> and always has like the nicest things to say about him. What, I mean, I know it's, it's going to be a 
what can he say? But like, give me some stuff. What has he, what has he done for you in your career beyond the training? And just what is, what has he taught you? Okay. So something that Alex Shelley has done for me uh, specifically, he, whenever we're on the road with GCW, we're in a, a town that he would maybe Detroit or Chicago, something like this. He will make sure that me and Nick Wayne drive the loop with him, stay with him the whole time. So we can talk with him in the car and communicate with him. Uh, on top of that, I've wrestled him maybe 10 times at this point. And how you're saying, talent says, like, oh, like, Jordan will always point out these things. Like, Alex Shelley is, I mean, the guys he's worked with, the guys, that he, the places that he's been, the things that he's done, he just knows everything about what I want to be and the kind of man that I want to be in the business. And he always helps me, guides me in the right direction. I was gonna I was gonna ask about Alex Shelley as well and to, to kind of follow up on that. Like Alex Shelley is a guy who a lot of independent wrestlers, a lot of wrestlers in general have given their their flowers to more recently, and Impact is now giving him more flowers yeah, as the Impact World Champion. Like when you saw Alex win that title, you know, as someone who is out here grinding on the the impact or on the independent scene and everything, like what did it mean to to watch one of your, your mentors like finally reach that goal of winning the impact world title? It's awesome. It's really awesome. Me and Nick Wayne watched this match in Paris. <laughs> um, it was so incredible to see him win this belt, win this championship. And again, it's like you said, something that I probably didn't expect to ever happen. I never thought that Alex Shelley would be wrestling for world titles because to, he just wouldn't chase world titles. That's just not what he's in the business for. But now he's getting what he deserves. Someone's been so influential to the business. There's a million people in wrestling that want to be Alex Shelley. They've been inspired by Alex Shelley. They want to wrestle like Alex Shelley. They want to wrestle like Chris Sabin and to see these guys finally, you know, make the mountaintop, something that I know he's been wanting for a really long time and feels very prideful about. It's so incredible. Honestly, someone like this deserves everything. Everything is, should be given to Alex Shelley. He deserves <laughs> everything. Are you, are you part of the uh, GCW in Detroit shows this weekend? I know. Yes, last, last I never time. miss a Detroit show. Never miss a Detroit. Have they announced your match? I'm not seeing it on no. their, their thing. And I know that you said that uh, I saw on Twitter, like, announce my match. And I've not seen yeah. them announce, announce my Can fucking you announce match, it? Brett. I wish I could. The thing is, I'm fighting for a JCW title defense right now in Detroit because I love Detroit. It's my favorite city to wrestle in. Harpo's is my favorite venue to wrestle in. I've been on, I'm the only GCW wrestler that's been on all, what, nine or 10 Detroit GCW shows. So I don't know what the match is going to be, but I'm really fighting to defend the JCW belt right now. That's my intention. Can I message Brett and be like, hey, <laughs> what match is Jordan Oliver having in Detroit? This event Friday night. Like, you, you need to know who you're wrestling here. Oh, I know, huh? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> What what is it about Detroit that you like wrestling so so much? Oh then? my god, I just fucking love the the people are always so awesome. And when we first started wrestling there, we weren't wrestling in Harpo's. We were doing like VFW with Horror Slam and stuff like this. And the people there are just wild. They're what? Not that the Philly crowd isn't crazy still, but to me, like when you hear older wrestlers say like, the Philly crowd is crazy, they're wild. Like this is what Detroit and Harpo's brings nowadays. They bring this energy. They bring intensity. They want they want to see good wrestling and they love it there. I'm I'm blowing my own mind. I said to Jeremy, last time I saw Jordan Oliver was at Emo Fight in 2021. Holy shit! And, uh, I remember. <laughs> I know, right? And this was 
like you and I had a, had a nice little chat there uh, after the show. But then I just realized I also saw you at the GCW show in Toronto. Oh yeah, <laughs> I completely just blanked. Uh, that was sick. It was a sick show. Talk to me. I mean, GCW in Toronto ended up being a great uh, not only tag team with IWS, but just the the show itself was a lot of fun because that venue, the Opera House isn't very much used for wrestling. So talk to me about the experience at the Opera House and GCW. I'll tell you what. I walked into that Opera House late, and I went to walk down some stairs, and I busted my ass down about 13 stairs during the backstage meeting. It was very embarrassing. (laughs) I mean, it does not have much of a green room. I get it. It's a small, little dingy concert venue for mid-level bands, and it doesn't help anyway, the venue is beautiful. I loved it there. I wrestled there uh, one more time a few weeks ago for IWS. Um, yeah, that venue is beautiful. And, and the GCW versus IWS show packed it out. So to see like Nick Gage perform in this venue was so awesome. I, I want to ask about one called Manders. He, we interviewed oh, him on, on a separate show last week, and I brought up the three stages of hell match that you guys have kind of agreed to on, on Twitter. Yeah, um, yeah. So for you, what would those three stages be? And then I'll tell you what Manders said. Um, if we're playing strategically here, <laughs> I would like to do like a, a submission match. Uh uh, no lariats match. Um, <laughs> first person to hit clout cutter wins match. <laughs> Submission, no lariats, and first person to hit springboard cutter wins. I respect that. I totally respect <laughs> that you're just playing to all of your strengths there. Because uh, Manders did not. Manders went, I, I think he went a uh, singles match, and all then right. he, he went. Um, I think it was a submission match, and then oh, nice. it was a a bull rope match. So this would be he, fair. This can be the fair version, but if yeah. I'm if I'm booking it, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah, he he went fair in this, and I respect that you're like, nope, <laughs> I'm going for the win. More wrestlers should do this when picking stipulations. Honestly, yeah, I mean, if you can, we should. I think right. cloud, first to hit cloud cutter is the icing on the cake. <laughs> I never understood what's like, oh, yeah, you can pick a rule. I pick no DQ. No, pick something like I only got to pen you for one second. You I pick super you. rules. Yeah. What are we doing here? Wrestlers got to use this stuff to their advantage. Somehow Manders would still beat me in the first person to call cutter match. <laughs> Manders was, was, was fantastic. Another, again, another guy who just said nice things about you and just oh, good guy, you giving good him guy. feedback and everything. Cole Radrick is another one who has said kind things. So it's well-respected among the locker room, Jordan. Now, now that you know these things. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> the, the thing is, I don't do any of this for that. Like, I don't care. Like, I, just wanna, I just want indie wrestling to be better. I just want everyone to hold themselves to a higher standard. I don't think that... Uh, the younger wrestlers should be so eager to leave. You know, like, I think we should be building this up. We should be trying to make this special again. Eventually, you have to leave. You can't stand the independence forever. This is obvious. But uh, I don't think you should be leaving the indies with two years of experience in professional wrestling. So I, I think back in the day, a lot of the guys, the greats, they stayed on the indies for 10 years, for seven years, for eight years. Maybe not. Maybe because they had to. Maybe because they wanted to. I don't, I don't know. But uh, I think that... You know, if we are going to have people getting picked up so fast 
five years, two years, we need people that are going to be giving them the right advice. And not that I'm the, the guy to be given the right advice. Just we need people to be honest and stuff like this. So. Dominic Garini, uh, we, we spoke to him th- this week. He echoed a, a similar sentiment about everybody just kind of getting signed immediately. And then it, he, he was saying like Darby Allen is like just a, a different breed when it comes to that. He got it very quickly. People think Orange Cassidy is the part of that. And they're like, they forget Orange Cassidy had been on the independence for like nearly a it's decade before. Yeah. Before he like really, you know, he's one of the biggest stars in, in the world right now. But yeah, he echoed a similar sentiment about just guys leaving the independent scene early. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not bad. Obviously everyone should get that, get their money and get the most experience because now you think about it, they go to the performance center, they go to AW, whatever, they're going to get way better experience in a year than they would of five more years on the Indies. And they're going to make way more money. So it makes sense to me uh, why you would do this. But I also think personally, it's such a, it's, it's such a nice feeling to come out in, I don't know, any state, (laughs) any, any state. And they know who I am because I've been busting my ass on the independence. They hear the young, dumb, young, dumb, young, dumb and broke. I'm behind the curtain and I'm hearing people. Maybe it's not everybody. Maybe it's not all of the crowd. Maybe it's 30 people. Maybe it's 20 people, but 20 people in fucking random ass Indiana or random ass Wyoming that know who I am is insane. This is what I'm working for. This is, I want to be the biggest star I can be on my own. And I think more independent wrestlers should focus on this. I look at guys like the young bucks and Kenny Omega. They're the top of the industry and they, they followed this method. Uh, I want to ask. Oh, I, was, I was going to say someone else who kind of went away, came back, and is seeing a lot of success right now is uh, Blake Christian, and you are no stranger to him. You had a JCW title defense against Blake Christian. You've matched up a bunch of times in GCW. Talk to me about uh, not just the the return of Blake Christian and, and holding that and him holding that GCW world title, but also facing him way back when till now. The differences, yeah. That's sick. Blake Christian is sick. Look, he's the GCW world champion right now. That's insane. I I was watching Blake Christian before he made his debut on GCW, and he was just wrestling in small buildings in Tennessee or whatever. And to see him go from his, his – literally his GCW debut against Kyle the Beast, he blew up. And then he wrestled me, and then he wrestled Alex Zane, and then he blew up again. And then he <laughs> signed the WWE, and he blew up again. I don't think there's any ceilings for someone like Blake Christians so athletically inclined. And he's somebody like how you're saying that he just got it. He just was on the screen. First time people saw him, they're like, Oh yeah, this is the guy. This is one of the guys. I just can't get over how athletic this guy is. You see in Japan, he did this insane 450 jumps to the rope. He stays there. Uh, I can't get over his athleticism. Speaking of a kind of athleticism, there was a, a clip that went viral not too long ago. Uh, a rope bounce orange cross between oh, let's go. you and, and Jack Cartwheel. How do you pitch something like this? And Jack isn't somebody who will, no, no stranger to doing crazy stuff and, and viral moments and stuff. But how do you pitch something like this and then have the confidence of like, yeah, we can, we can pull this off. We can make this. Because I imagine this is something you're not, you don't practice. Oh, maybe for normal people, but Jack Cartwheel is kind of an animal. He is. He <laughs> so is. I, I had this idea maybe a year before I did it. Um, I thought about it a lot. I figured out how it could work and how, how it couldn't work and how it could work with someone that's not Jack Cartwheel. That was the very specific thing because I didn't know Jack Cartwheel when I came up with the move. 
I thought about who could, like, not who could take this. How can everybody take this move? If I wanted to do this to everybody. So I thought about it for a long time. I'm wrestling Jack Cartwheel. I tell him, hey, this is, this is what I want to do. Uh, this is how I think you should take it. This is how I think you should do it. We try it maybe two, two times before the show. Uh, both fine. Both fine. Not, not as good as the one in the match, but we make it happen. Moves good. Uh, in the moment, wow, it's so scary. I'll tell you what. This is that is that is like it's always scary to think about like your your spots and stuff like this. But uh, when it comes to like something so particular, like if this gets messed up, we're we're gonna look like clowns out here. So it definitely took a lot of confidence to just even go and attempt that sort of thing, and it paid off. Obviously, gratefully that this clip is probably gonna rotate the internet for the rest of wrestling time. So it is definitely something that like, yeah, if that goes wrong, that does not look good at no, all. There's no way of covering that one. Ropes, yeah, if he gets hung up in the ropes or anything, like it just, you both kind of look a little foolish. I'm glad it came off the, the way it did. And yeah, it's definitely something that's just going to live there uh, forever because like, that was a, that was a big spot in that match. legacy maker right there with one move. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Jordan, la- my last one for you, and we're we're gonna go back to to Detroit. Um, Detroit, pretty good, pretty good rap scene. There's a famous rapper uh, out of there named Kid Rock. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a few famous rappers coming coming out of there. But what what type of music are you listening to 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 kind of get you pumped up for a match or just on a oh, on a drive man. from town to town? I do typically like hip hop or rap music, but I also like like everything almost like my playlist is pretty diverse. My, so I don't really like a lot of stuff, right? I like wrestling and then I like music and I like music the same way that I like wrestling. So I'm always trying to find new music, creative music, things that don't sound like anything else. Um, So yes, some of my favorite artists are very, very weird, but I like J Cole a lot. He's my, he's, he's like my favorite one. (laughs) Uh, That sounds normal. Your favorite one that sounds normal. J. Cole, North Carolina guy. Uh much like yeah, beast. North Carolina. So have you ever listened to death metal? Is that something that you No, I don't like yeah. this. I do like uh the, the hardest I'll go is like Metallica or like Megadeth. I like those a lot when I was a kid. And I feel like they remind me of wrestling. When I hear when I hear some Metallica, I think re- pro wrestling. <laughs> Jordan, I want to appreciate. I want to thank you for for joining us today. I appreciate you joining us today. Let everybody know where they can find you at. You can follow me on any social medias at the Jordan Oliver, except for Twitter, which it's the Jordan Oliver, but the L is I, so it's two I's and Oliver. O I I V E R because I got hacked. <laughs> I was wondering what happened. That happened. I feel like shortly after we talked, like everything got yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah, and I was I was very confused because I tried to message you. I was like, "Where did his Twitter go? What happened here?" I quit then- Twitter that day. I didn't have to actually quit. So <laughs> fake. Thank you again for for joining us. Everyone can watch Jordan uh, Wrestling Revolver tomorrow night, Fight TV, and that is uh, for the Remix Championship. He's in a scramble match facing a mentor, Alex Shelley, uh, Billy Starks, also yeah. in that match. Ace Austin, also in that match. So big time scramble match. He's going to wow. be at GCW uh, this weekend for the Detroit show. Don't know who he's facing. Hopefully Brett has a, a big opponent. 
for you lined up. And then I want uh, the best from Detroit. That's what I want. I want one of these unheard of sick ass Detroit wrestlers. Right. I want Rhino Jay. actually. Switch it up. I want Rhino. There it is. It's it. <laughs> What's Van Dam doing this weekend? Get Van Dam yeah. out there. What's he up to? <laughs> uh and then uh all-star junior festival in august um teaming with nick wayne against mal and el desperado that's gonna be a hell of a match and a hell yeah, of a show. jordan true. jordan thank you again for joining us man really appreciate it thank you guys and remember stay young dumb young dumb young dumb hey, broke? And broke. Oh, i was early i'm sorry i screwed <laughs> that up oh i screwed it up i'm so sorry <laughs> no it's uh internet <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm blaming on that's what i'm blaming on thank you jordan enjoy the rest thank of your day have fun this weekend good luck with everything man yes god bless you guys thank you thank you bud